Oh, lovely people, what's cracking? Welcome to the Big Feed Up HQ podcast. Okay, before I get started, there's a couple of companies that help me. There's a couple of companies that help me keep the lights on. Thirty Three Fuel are up first. They produce natural and powerful sports nutrition products, and you can get ten percent off your first order by using Matt Ten, all in caps. Matt Ten. Go to the show notes. Grab the link. Get on over to their website, suitable for vegetarians, vegans, all products are gluten-free and dairy-free, absolutely mega. To give you an example of things that I use from their range, I take their protein powder on the go with me for a bit of a protein hit during the day, and I use their chia seed gels on my longer bimbles. So chia seeds, coconut sugar, add water, mix up, Bob's your uncle. The second company I want to let you know about is Crew Cafe. Now, Crew Cafe produce certified organic coffee capsules. Coffee beans, they fuel the show. I start my day with a cup of coffee, bang it through the French press. Honduras is the one for me at the moment. Again, get on over to the show notes and check those guys out. Okay, if you're listening to this, you may be a loyal listener because I haven't put out any comms on social media about this episode. It's just a little bit of a nugget. I wanted to put something out there because recently at work, I delivered a virtual classroom around weight loss. So I collated some of my thoughts, some learnings that I picked up from people like Danny Lennon, Greg Slater, and I delivered a seminar to people within the business that I work for. So I'm a nutritionist by trade. I work for Nuffield Health part-time and I was coaching some of their physiologists around teaching people how to lose weight. In essence, the physiologists only get 30 minutes with an individual. So it was coming up with a bit of a process-driven, broad brushstroke strategy for them to get clients going, give them some information, and then they can refer on within the business to nutritionists like me, and I can take things further. So the first thing to think about with this is calculating roughly some calories and some estimations around the total amount of food to follow so let's keep things very simple if you go to the show notes you'll find a link to a site that's called total daily energy expenditure you can bang in your information in there it's obviously not the most accurate thing in the world but it will calculate your resting metabolic rate it will calculate a sedentary day so a day where you're just sitting at work Uh, or sitting at home it will calculate a light active day so say for example you're on your feet and you're doing you know quite a few thousand steps and it will calculate a moderate active day so that could be let's say a training session that could last for 45 minutes to an hour and then a high active day so if anyone's really goosing themselves they're on feet quite a lot it could be a weekend they could be doing a few hours on a bike or they could be doing a few hours running or something intense a few classes maybe if you're nuts some people do class in the morning and class in the evening whatever you'll get your estimations around calories and to give you a little bit of context the resting metabolic rate is the amount of energy it takes for you to live basically so the energy hogs in the body are your kidneys and your heart so they may go at roughly around 400 calories something like that every day and then you've got your muscles and your liver roughly 200 250 again broad brush strokes that puts a few things into context for you so imagine you burn a certain amount of calories to live 
And then obviously you burn more calories to walk around, hit your steps. People talk about 10,000, all that kind of jazz. And then you might have a day where you're working from home. So you may move less or some people might move more because they may go out and exercise midday or they may finish work early and go for longer walks or whatever. And then think about a day where you're doing lots of steps and you're adding on training. So your total daily energy expenditure really climbs. So as you're listening to this, reflect on say a high day for you in terms of movement during the week and then also reflect on a lower day and I'll come back to that and that'll be quite interesting depending on how you're going to um, add or take away a certain amount of food so that's something to think about once you have those numbers you can create a deficit I'm not going to spend too long going into how much of a deficit I think you need to create obviously less aggressive would be roughly five percent ten percent more aggressive would be 20 25 percent there's no absolute ideal it takes time you know two three four weeks getting into that deficit on average starting to see change etc etc okay so from a numbers point of view start there and create a little bit of a deficit and understand what that actually looks like from a calories point of view. Obviously, we don't eat calories, we eat foods. So once you work that out, what I would recommend would be go away and log some of your food, maybe three days, maybe four days, maybe five days, maybe a week over the next little while and start to understand the total amount of food you're eating at the moment, the types of foods and the timing. Okay, so keep it very simple. Don't change anything. Just measure what you're eating, you know, when you're eating it, take some time there, take some calculations, look at them, see how it all adds up think about a kind of deficit you want to create and if you're someone that's just on board with this process and you've never done anything like that before take a little bit of time to understand that and don't dive into it straight away if you are if you're someone that's used to doing this before and and you have uh, tracked macronutrients or you've tracked the amount of food you're eating or you're quite regular with the types of foods and the timing then you can dive straight into this process and you can move forward So the main thing I want to get out of this short podcast today is thinking about weight loss over time. So longer term, setting up a bit of a periodized program strategy, whatever you want to call it. Don't get stuck in a single method. Try it and then completely give up. Okay, that is the most important thing. People can go low carbohydrate, ketogenic. They could do intermittent fasting. Some people are just eating meat these days, whatever. It's all a little bit complex. People get decision fatigue. Often they can't sit and get through a certain dietary pattern, so they give up. So I think the better way of looking at it is signpost your goal first. Think about a period of time that you're going to work this on. So let's say three months, six months, a year. Obviously, people want to lose a certain amount of weight. Um, other people it may take longer other people may want to lose a little so three months might be a, a perfect amount of time whatever so put that up that's the overarching goal so that's in a block process you're working towards that and if we step back from there what do we need to do and how can we bring things in okay so it's all about increasing your compliance reducing something called dietary fatigue which is really interesting i picked that term up from danny lennon and greg slader's podcast really interesting stuff so imagine if you're taking something from a process point of view or uh, an athletic pursuit point of view you're trying to achieve a performance 
So if the performance is weight loss, how can we reduce dietary fatigue to allow you to stay in a deficit to achieve the weight loss, thus achieving the performance? Yeah, interesting stuff. So you've got your target over three, four months, five months, a year, whatever. You've now got some broad brushstrokes in terms of calories and a few things to think about there. And how do you get started? What do you do? So again, it's going to be personal to you. But a few things you can think about are starting to work through phases. Okay, so are you someone who needs a bit more of an onboard process? The calorie counting thing is very new to you. Um, you think you won't be able to stick to it or it's quite hard. Why not start the first month or so forming new habits? So how do you increase satiety? How do you uh, increase feeling full? Basically, how would you maybe not snack between meals? Think about adding protein-rich sources to your plate. Think about adding portions of vegetables, if it's handfuls or uh, chopped in a cup, things like that. You could start coming up with a few rules for yourself that doesn't necessarily mean you're tracking calories, but it may mean you'll be eating a lower-calorie diet as a result. So think, okay, am I going to go through a habit formation phase first? Am I going to drink more water, um, drink black coffee and tea, you know, take milk away, take fizzy drinks away, take alcohol away, things like that. So forming new habits for a little while instead of going in and, and really sticking to a calorie counted deficit may be something that you need to start in phase one. So that's something that's interesting. It's a little bit less aggressive. It's a little bit less structured. But then you can learn a few things about your food environment. Or on the flip side, maybe you track things that you think you may overconsume, whatever that word means for you. So you could track snacks or you could track some of the processed foods and things that you eat in the evenings, maybe. Or if you're interested in protein, after I spoke about protein there, you could just track the amount of grams of protein that you eat a day. So over the first phase, as you onboard with this, you could form some new habits, you could decide to track a certain amount of things, or you could go all in, set yourself quite an aggressive deficit, and then get started. So choose what you want to do in that first phase, get going, give it some time, give it a month or so, and you then have put in a little bit of a process, you then have your end goal in mind, but then how do you start to navigate around some of those roadblocks? So if you start all the way over there, three months, six months, one year goal, whatever it is, you bring it back down to say a month or two months, and you're in this habit formation phase or you're in this first weight loss phase, weight loss, sorry. How can you get under again and then start to put in a few strategies to help enhance compliance? So if I come back to this kind of high day, low day in terms of your movement, what you could do is you could start to link the amount of food you're eating to the amount you're moving to then enhance compliance so some days you know you may be less aggressive with the deficit because you're training more you're burning more calories so you may include larger portion sizes at main meals or you may include more snacks or you may include some other forms of liquid nutrition whereas on days where you're moving less you may be very targeted into portion size you may cut away snacks and you may have a more aggressive deficit 
that day. So that's something to think about, setting up high and low days. Really, really interesting stuff. So that could be on a weekly basis. You could work that out around your movement. And then as we dig into that, another layer could be on a daily basis. So what you could do if you think you have a social engagement or work drinks or entertain clients or whatever, and you're going to be potentially consuming more food in the evening, what you could do is you could backload your day. You could start eating a little bit later. So you could skip breakfast. You could have lunch. You could have an afternoon snack, take it or leave it. And then you could go out for your meal, your drinks, whatever. So that day you've actually factored in that you're going to be consuming more in the evening. So how can you backload your intake or on the reverse you might have a client lunch or you might be on a day off so you want to have a larger breakfast or a larger lunch and then you peter things off in the evening so it's coming up with these little tactics to keep compliance up keep performance up so the performance is achieving weight loss through reducing dietary fatigue and having some of these little tactics within your phase by phase block and process so your end goal is here you strip things back to something monthly so you might be in a onboard habit forming phase for the first month you might go into a bit more of an aggressive weight loss phase the second month so you kind of have a bit of direction every four weeks then under that you could then pin high and low days to try to keep compliance so you might be quite foodie so you might want to include more food on days where you're moving more and then pulling it even further back in on a daily basis if you're going out or if you're traveling or if you're doing something that means you're going to be in a different food environment when you are in control at other parts of the day how can you then uh, make those leaner or how can you then consume a little bit more and then make the situation you're then in a little bit leaner so i hope that makes sense that's something to think about and that's something that i picked up from a really good conversation again i repeat with danny lennon and greg slader and they're interesting people because uh, they coach a lot of different types of people and another learning that i got from that conversation from that fantastic podcast was this kind of analogy of a dimmer switch so i've given you a few strategies a few learnings that i've heard recently about how to package up a bit of a periodized plan and putting in some tactics but then really you know you're against yourself you're against your own mindset and a lot of people are quite hard on themselves when i do consultations and i speak to people a lot of the time they say i'm eating well or uh, i'm eating not so well or this is when i'm good this is when i'm bad if we can reach this food neutrality you know there's no such thing as good or bad foods if we can have less food guilt if we can be more confident that you're following a bit of a process you've got a bit of a strategy at the time but your strategy can change if you develop more of a positive mindset then it will potentially help you drive you forward with building new habits with being more confident with not taking any kind of uh, negative information or anything that you hear online to heart or from other people and just staying in something that you're focusing on and trying to see it through so what i liked about their conversation is that greg spoke about something called a kind of dimmer switch so instead of being all on and you're completely on it you're avoiding everything you're an absolute nutrition monk or completely off 
you know, shit's hit the fan and you're just eating everything, just sitting around, you're not being active, whatever, say, you know, both of those two end scales. If we can just have a bit more of a dimmer switch mentality and you can think, actually, it's just turned down a little bit today. I'm not as, as compliant as I was yesterday. Yesterday I was really up there. Um, I was forming the plates of food how I want to. I was avoiding certain snacks. I was keeping hydrated. I was staying away from alcohol, whatever. Whereas today, world's against me a bit. Someone's offered me something at work, whatever. Don't see it as complete destruction. Just see it as, okay, the switch has dimmed a little bit. We're down a little bit on compliance, but it's not a problem because I know that the next meal or next snack or the next bit of intermittent fasting I'm going to do is is a positive thing. And I'm going to then turn up that compliance, turn up that dimmer switch and I'm back, you know, I'm working through things again. So as you start to kind of find your own way of doing this, you know, the principles or the key principle around weight loss is obviously the calorie deficit on average over time but how do you achieve that how do you stay compliant you need to have a bit of a periodized process in there okay so to summarize we talked a little bit about setting your goal we talked a little bit about forming habits we talked about potentially having quite an aggressive weight loss phase with calorie counting figuring out before that the total type and timing in terms of your foods tracking a little bit and or you know tracking certain snacks or junk food or protein or something to get you on board of that process and then also tailoring the amount of intake depending on the amount you're moving so have some high days have some low days overarching all of that thinking about you know your relationship with food trying to reach food neutrality trying to have an open-minded mindset around food and trying to build confidence and understand that you're in a bit of a phase at the moment you're going to give these uh things a go these 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 new ways of uh eating if that makes sense i'm kind of petering off a little bit so i'll wrap up soon and yeah just staying on the process giving it a go seeing how you're getting on you know tracking tweaking trying things but ultimately coming up with the best uh, mix of tactics of things to help you be compliant to help you stay in that calorie deficit so look lovely people it's a little bit of a ramble i hope you got some good information out of that it was something that was in my head after i delivered this seminar and i wanted to get it on the podcast it's also nice for me to kind of reiterate some of my thoughts and take some learnings from other podcasts from other practitioners say them out loud you know practice some of these things dig into things that i think are really interesting so when i work with people this dimmer switch kind of metaphor or thinking about high and low days or thinking about a habit formation phase really really key information so if you like the show share it with someone i've got close to 70 episodes now i'm going to continue to do solo pods on the odd thing that i am working on nutritionally or uh, that i'm interested in and i hope you find things valuable i'm always enjoying people reaching out on social media or when i see people the show is ultimately a bit of a hobby it's really good to be back now by crew cafe and 33 fuel so thanks again and speak soon